Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. We finally did it, dog. Yeah, baby. We got ourselves some new microphones. A couple of new microphone boys. Here to you really might- just let you d- just bathe in our dulcet tones. And you're going to hear every little noise and tooth suck and lip smack and Everything. nose pick. We're going to make love to your ears. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ear love. There's a there's a store in Philadelphia that is a uh, car audio store where a store like they'll put audio in your car. Sure. No, they put speakers in your car. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm I'm a goddamn old ass dude. I don't know what they say. The store's called called Eargasm. Okay. Have I talked about this on the podcast? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Forty five episodes in, we're gonna repeat ourselves. We do often. Uh, yeah, it's called Eargasm. So what they're saying is like you're gonna that you're gonna hear so well that your ear is just gonna going come. to erupt. It's gonna come. <laughs> it's gonna ejaculate. I, I think there's a set of headphones that are also called that. Oh yeah, I think it's be it's really being overused. It's pretty hot, if you ask me. It's no. I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Dennis. Welcome to Best, Best Friend, Friend Simulator. Simulator. So Josh, what's been going on? Uh, well, for starters, I don't have my notes open, so that is one thing that's going on currently. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Pull it together. Uh, we should mention that we are recording this early in the morning. Sunday morning. I'm not used to it. You were the one who was like... No, it's a great idea to do this. I just, no, but I mean, you were even like, no, I'll get up at six in the morning. And I was like, well, I don't want to yeah. talk to you at six in the morning. I mean, I, I wake up at five in the morning during the week, so... I got to sleep in a little bit today, but yeah, but I can't imagine having a conversation with you at five or six in the morning. It's cool, man. I'm there. <laughs> Are you here now? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> fair, you know what? Fair enough. I'm always a little checked out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being checked out, yeah, I want to apologize to Dennis first off, and I mean, for, I mean, for what? All the BFS maniacs out there. Well, I'll apologize for one thing right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure I left a fucking window open in my dang house here last episode because those Jesus. airplanes were out of control. So did you? I I mean, I have no way of checking. Mm, Just when I was enough. going back to edit, I was like, wait, these are way louder than normal. So it's possible. It's not like you like finished recording and turned around and you were like, oh, good. yeah, no, it was only a thing that I noticed when I was editing a few days later. So many apologies. Also, As you should be. Uh, another screw up. We were talking about uh, the the Cyclops from Krull saying "Baby Ruth." It was Sloth <laughs> that said "Baby Ruth." Right. We were convinced that the Krull Cyclops said "Fig Newton," and did he? I don't think so. That's one, okay. So yeah, that's the thing that we've been talking about for years, yeah. and we still have never gone back to really check. It's true. We've been talking about it for a good twenty years, maybe. Yeah, Probably. and our our friend Dave actually uh, let us know 
that it was Fig Newton. But I realized that as I was editing, I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, this is Fig Newton. So pretty sure the Crawl Cyclops said Fig Newton. We're dumb. <laughs> as long as we're on our uh, 2018 apology tour. Um, yo, I listened back and that the conversation about how annoyed I was with my Lyft driver, drivers <laughs> made me really sound like a D-bag. I, I mean, I didn't want to say anything. I think I called you out a little Look. bit. I don't mind a little conversation. I just, come on. It was the the jokes. I I understand I'm like using people to drive me around and paying them kind of a shitty wage and blah, 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 and adding to this whole gig economy that's kind of problematic. But then also, uh, you know, okay, sure. We're all in this together. We all, we all make a pact, right? Yeah. And then I just don't want to have these like dumb jokes in my face. Yeah, I mean, why, to say. why acknowledge somebody's humanity? They're there to do a service. They should fucking be a robot, right? I mean, you son of a... Yeah. Is it, my, I think maybe my, it's my many years in the service industry are mm-hmm. had their hackles mm-hmm. up right now. Right. I think the problem is that, you know, maybe I kind of open myself up to it by saying hello and being friendly. And so I think maybe from now on I should just... It's... <laughs> just... Oh, shit. Oh, you're going to get angry. <laughs> He's hulking out. Oh. No, it's a. Uh, oh, I, I, I think there's a way that you can let someone know that you don't really want to engage in conversation while still being cordial. Uh, I had practice many customers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I'll pretend I'm a coffee guy since I have history. Oh, doing you're that. the coffee yeah. guy. Uh, I'm walking up to you. Okay. Walking, walking, walking. Hey, man, how's it going? It's going well. Don't talk to me. I'd like a coffee. Was that okay? Okay, let's review. Okay, okay. No. Okay, let's 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 do Can I try again? Can I try again? Let's do the opposite. Okay, okay. okay. You you be coffee boy. I think I can do this. Coffee for you. Hi, how are you? I would like one coffee. I am sad. Oh, I am sorry, sad. I am thirsty for coffee. You make joke. Here's your coffee splash. My ice throat is melted. Thank you. <laughs> Why do you have an ice throat? <laughs> that was that was the character. Oh, ice! The guy with the ice. We just. I like that Johnny I Ice Throat. I'm, oh, so I think what you're trying to say, if I can interpret it, is that if I just sing my message, it will be more pleasant for all of us. Yeah, I, I think people will be nonplussed by it to the point of okay, I don't know how to engage. Thank you for picking me up in your lift now. Please drive me home. I would not like conversation. Yeah. I, I think uh, the skeleton of the individual you're speaking to would jump out of their body and run away. So <laughs> they would be left. Just like, okay, fine. Okay. Yo, man, but the lift, the lift that picked me up the other day, that dude did not give a shit. Playing on his phone the whole goddamn time. Cr- cranking Q102, Peace on the Streets. Now I know all of today's new popular music. Okay. Uh, Takeshi 6 9 Also, it smelled that... a little bit like pee-pee. Okay. Well, look, So man. I think he'd been in the car for a very long time and did not take a break. Yeah, that wide mouth Gatorade bottle at the ready. Oh, shit. He offered me a sip. Oh, oh no. ploy. Oh. So what's up, man? I just went on vacation. Where did you go? Went to Asheville, North Carolina. I knew that. I was just uh, putting it out there for the listeners. I I know how this works. (laughs) It was lovely. 
a little more rural down there, so I had to deal with more bugs than I like to. Yeah. We got an Airbnb and there were some bugs. Here I am complaining again, but I understand it, it was... Look, I'm not complaining about the the facilities, right? Is that what I'm trying to say? Facility, yeah, that works. But, you know, I'm just saying, there were some bugs and I didn't like it. What kind of bugs are we talking? Like a, like a stink bug? Well, so I was uh, at a gas station and I was uh, putting my punching my code into the thingy thingy and in the little screen, right? You know what I'm talking about? The pump? Yeah. There was a stink bug under the screen. Oof. Yeah. That's gross. And, uh... Fucking honky back ri- there. <laughs> my ride's here. I gotta go. Um, and in the house, there were, like, you know, your regular, like, spiders and crickets. It was a ground level, uh, like, a basement. Like, somebody used their basement. Yeah. And it turned into a room for Airbnb. Which I'm all for. Make that money. Yeah, man. Get it. So, um... But also, um, you know, I was uh, thinking down there as I was eating my third plate of biscuits and gravy within a couple days mm. that I'm, I, I figured out I'm either going to die of a heart attack because I don't really take care of myself or I'm going to flip. I'm, one day I'm just going to flip out so bad on somebody while I'm driving that I'm going to get out of my car, approach them, and then they're going to murder me. Okay. But I also came up with a third scenario, which I think is the most likely. Stink bugs. No, I'm going to get out of my car in a traffic situation to go yell at somebody, and as I'm about to yell at them, I'm going to have a heart attack and die. Okay, so kind of like a, a best of option right. A and option <laughs> right, B. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The Venn diagram will meet in the middle. Did, I, I thought for some reason you were going to say it, was, it would be bug-related. No, no, I think reality is. Do you... It's going to be gravy-related. What are the odds that the giant phosphorescent crickets that you thought were under your bed as a kid will actually enter reality and kill you. Yeah, why would you bring that up when I've spent 30 years trying to forget it? Like, what if, for example, my and bringing this back up... they weren't up, under my bed, by the way, They and they weren't crickets, they were cockroaches, and they were at the foot of the mattress, oh. like, under the, under the blankets coming, crawling oh, up Oh, snap, okay. My mental image was very different, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, my my scenario was way more terrifying. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. But what, you're saying, what if the phosphorescent bugs what if kill me? My, our discussing this has put it back in your mind and you think about them and get so fixated on them that you create them as like a thought form being, like a tulpa, as it were, and they come this and kill you? So I don't know if I've ever really talked about this, but I had a bunch of ticks when I was like 10. <laughs> To 12? To, like, 13? A bunch of ticks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, physical ticks. Not like... Oh! <laughs> no, I, I had a was... bunch of, like, like Tourette's-like <laughs> physical ticks. Okay. That I think were born out of anxiety. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, I, anxiety. I had a few myself. So when we talk about this thing with the bugs, it's bringing them back. Okay. So I thank you. What were your ticks? Um, I would, uh... Kind of like dig, not like, I would take my fingernail and like rub it along my tooth, like to kind of clean under it. Not to clean, but just because I had a feeling. Yeah. So I'd have to like get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would always wipe my mouth on like the edge of my shirt. Okay. You know, the collar of my shirt. Yeah. Because I was always convinced that there was like stuff in my mouth. Huh. And I think that the, my little like cough is partially a tick. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do my kind of throat clearing thing. I think it's like that. 
<laughs> Mine were, I, I think, no, these might have actually both been before we actually met. I think it was like early middle school for me. I had a thing where I would blink like extra long. Oh, weird. Like that. Um, oh, that's really weird. And I also picked up a thing that I did for about a year where I would blow on my palms constantly. Okay. Just like, <laughs> like you're bowling? Yeah. Wait, I've seen you do that well into your adult life. Really? Uh, Wait, yeah. while we were bowling? <laughs> no, no, after and before bowling. Well, it's, it feels good because my palms are hot. It's like a nice cooling breeze across them. I've seen you do it when you're game mastering. Really? Yeah. Huh. Also, other people notice your throat clearing thing that you do right before you start talking to somebody. Yeah. Look, man, I have a hard time talking to people. Uh, Yeah, I know who you are. You know me? I I have a hard time living. And the listeners, I'm sure, know that I have a hard time just speaking. (laughs) Oh, oh, they do. Speaking of hard times. Well, (laughs) I'm not done my vacation conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I do want to hear about your hard times. I just want to tell a real quick story okay. that uh, something that has uh, entered the daily lexicon slash vocabulary of uh, me and Alexis. Okay. Of mine and Alexis. So we're at this ice cream shop in <laughs> so we're at this ice cream shop in Nashville, and this family is standing behind us and they have this like very intense southern draw. Like people in Asheville had a southern accent, but this was like intense. This is like Philly accent versus like total hoagie mouth, right? So a uh, little kid comes out of the bathroom. He's maybe like eight. I don't know how old kids are. And his mom goes, you wash your hands? He goes, no, mom, I didn't. And the, the mom's like, why didn't you wash your hands? And the kid goes, must have slipped my mind, mama. <laughs> First of all, like kids don't say must have slipped my mind. Second of all, he said it in such a like devilish way, like... And he had this, like, uh, like kind of like, I got away with something kind of grin. Oh, my God. So for the remainder of the vacation, <laughs> Alexis would be like, did you get that thing? And I said, must have slipped my mind. It's so good. Now, do you think that was like a like a Benjamin Button situation? <laughs> like that was just an yes. old Southern man that is reversing <laughs> yes, time somehow? <laughs> Absolutely. At some point, he pulled out a... Uh, uh, Kerchief, and he just dabbed okay. his brow a little bit because it was a little hot in there. And he was looking at the racing forms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so good. I was that's, just like, that's he said incredible. it. I was just like, holy shit. Uh, apparently, this is not my story, but this is uh, one that my coworkers referenced all the time. Uh, back at the coffee shop where I worked, apparently a a young boy came in, maybe like seven or eight. And I think he was like particularly well-dressed. And he came in. And ordered a macchiato, <laughs> which a traditional macchiato is just, you know, espresso with a little bit of foam milk. And he just took it at the bar <laughs> and drank it. And then when he was done, said, thank you. And then walked out. How old was he? He was like seven or eight. So weird. <laughs> um, in another kids with accents say the darndest things. I was in the coastal town in Oregon. Where they film those scenes of Goonies, mm-hmm. in the Goonies, uh, when they're at the rocks. Yeah. So, this is like the big, the haystack rocks, I yeah. think they're called. So, we were in this candy shop, and this British family was in there, and this little kid, like, must have been like five or six, he's like, Daddy, can I have some cotton candy? And the dad's <laughs> like, no, son, there's entirely too much sugar. And the kid goes, but Daddy... I've never had it in my whole entire life. 
<laughs> and I just wanted to buy the kids of cotton candy. God it sounds it. like he has such a tough life that yeah. he's never had the cotton candy. <laughs> that was my British accent, by the way. So, acting agents, get in touch. That was great. I, I, I can do this. I thought you were a native English. No. <laughs> yes, I'm a native English speaker. Yeah. I can there do southern go. accents. I can do British accents. I can do children accents. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, thank you for clarifying uh, that. You're welcome. Uh, so what we were going to say, speaking of hard times. <sighs> and also connected to insects. So it, Oh, I'm going to hate this. It, you probably are. You know that sometimes, uh, particularly during stressful times in my life, such as, you know, like buying a house and moving, uh, mm-hmm. I get like weirdly fixated on things. Wait, who, who is this? Yes. Hi. Get get Hi, this is your friend Josh. So I was uh, listening to a podcast that I enjoy uh, at work a week or two ago, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, and they did a two-part episode on squirrels that was absolutely fascinating. I learned many things about squirrels that blew my mind. But one of the things that they discussed was that squirrels in the American South get what are called warbles. Have you heard of these? Okay, I have not. Okay. Uh, A warble is botfly larvae that grow on them. Oh, boy. And they they discussed it a little bit in the show, and I was like, huh, that sounds weird. So I, of course, stopped what I was doing at work and did a Google image search, and then was disgusted and also absolutely compelled to keep looking at the picture for the rest of the day. Then found out that the picture that I was looking at was actually a still image from a YouTube video, so I had to watch the video. Oh, here we go. Um, of so course. I, I will not get super into the details because it is kind of gross, but a warble basically looks like uh, an olive grow- growing off of a squirrel. And this pr- this picture in particular had a good six or seven of them growing off of the squirrel. Uh, so now I have to look it up, right? Yeah. I mean, I could text you the image. I still have it saved on my phone. Go ahead. Okay. Just do it. I'm going to hate it. Yo, what the fuck did you just send me? <laughs> oh, God. And this is from Botfly? Bot, Botfly? Botfly. Botfly. Larva. Larvae. Which, at consolation, in South America, those fuckers will definitely grow in your skin. They mm-hmm. can infect humans. And I had known about this for years. I, in fact, had watched a lot of botfly removal videos from humans. But for some a reason... A lot of. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I, I get into gross shit sometimes. But for some mm-hmm. reason, this, I was just fascinated and disturbed by it and couldn't stop. Like, kept looking at it, kept thinking about it, kept talking about it with Jamie. Like, it was haunting me. And then I decided one night, I was like, okay, maybe I can stop doing this by watching... Botfly removal videos. Maybe that's what I need. And then wound up watching botflies being removed from the the chest and neck area of a howler monkey. Uh. And thought it would help, but then realized that the monkey actually died because of it. And then got really sad and then had a night last week where I went to bed and laid in bed for two or three hours thinking about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So do you think that maybe that you are the perpetuator of your own anxiety? Yeah. By watching these videos that gross you out? Okay. And now, so I thought that this strategy would work, this botfly removal strategy, because probably about 15 years ago, I think, I became obsessed with a picture that I refer to as maggot brain. 
Mm-hmm. And you you remember this. I'm sure, yes. Uh, it was a I picture. mean, I don't because I pushed that stuff out of my mind, but I'm sure I remember you sending it to me. It was a picture I happened across. Probably, it's one of those, like, pictures that you find at three in the morning on the internet. No, it's one of those pictures that you find at three in the morning on the internet. I, I, I meant the, the royal you. You the freak. <laughs> don't forget. Uh, and this picture was taken in an emergency room. Uh, there was an old man who had gotten into a car accident, and he was fine in the car accident, but they discovered that the top of his head had basically rotted away because of a, a weird form of bone cancer. His brain was exposed, and there were maggots in the necrotic tissue in his brain. And it was like, the way that they were like clustered together in a few of the like folds in his brain was the thing I got super fixated on. And I was obsessed with it. Couldn't stop thinking about it. Couldn't stop looking at it. And it got to the point where like, I was talking about it so much that people were asking me to not talk about it. Yeah. I could see that. And I actually fixed it. I I don't know how long I was obsessed with it. I'd say a good few weeks. I fixed it by opening the image up in MS paint and filling in all the areas that were clusters of maggots with pink. Oh, you fixed his maggot brain. I fixed his maggot brain, and it That's fixed so nice my maggot brain, because I stopped obsessing over it. And I was able, huh. I and then I deleted it from my, my computer, and okay. was able to, after a few months, go back and look at the original image without getting fixated on it. Look at you. It's like a weird, fucked up form of exposure therapy. Yeah. Huh. So I thought that would happen with... The, the the warbles, but you got to cover up the. You know what you do? You take the picture, yeah. right? You put it in MS Paint. You surround the squirrel with martini glasses and put toothpicks <laughs> through the little growth, so it looks like he's just enjoying a cocktail party. <laughs> he's just in the middle of a bunch of martinis. Uh huh. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Oh, it's like that man's ruin uh, tattoo. Uh, but instead of a lady laying in a martini glass, it's a squirrel with those weird growths. Which I guess is a man's ruin for some weird squirrel pervert. Oh, for it's for me. It's ruining my brain right now, just thinking about those olive slash testicle growths. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about the video because it's even grosser. Yeah, let's not. But the good news is it's really they're really not bad for the squirrels, apparently. It's something that goes on over the course of four weeks. It grows... And for the most part, the botfly larva will, when mature, just drop out of the, the squirrels. Have we asked the squirrels if it's not bad for them? I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're not happy about it. It's like itchy and stuff. But Ugh. it doesn't like harm them for the most part. Unless it's a really bad infestation and they get an infection from it. But for the most part, it'll just heal up and the fur will grow back over it and you can't even tell. Oh, so that's, that's good. Nice. Yeah. So, hi, that, that's my brain. So, you have the maggot brain, is what we're trying to, I, what we've established. I do. I do. Also, do my brain. Think, oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, do you ever think that's why you are the way that you are? But, go ahead. Because of my brain? No, because the maggots actually have eaten away part of it. No. Maggots only eat necrotic tissue, so I don't I don't think I have any dead brain. I don't know how they get in there. No comment. Huh? Hey. <laughs> what were you going to say? You're going you're gonna to do a perfect segue. Speaking of my brain, okay, thank you. I had a, an encounter recently at a bike shop that makes me think I can not go back to the bike shop again. 
Oh boy, what happened? Um, this is just. Did you sing what you wanted? No, but that probably would have helped. I think this is just classic uh, awkwardness on my part. I went into a bike shop. I needed to pick up a couple of things for a bike that I was working on, and the bike shop has an interesting layout. Like you walk in and you're facing a counter that runs lengthwise. So you're looking at the end of the counter and it divides the store in two. On the left-hand side is where the the mechanics are working on the bikes. On the right-hand side is where all the merchandise is and the, the counter is a long glass case. So it's weird because you feel like you should be able to just walk to the left as well as to the right because there's nothing mm. like stopping you from doing it. But that's sort of the behind the... Gotcha. So it's just a weird layout, and that made me feel weird coming in, and the guys were super busy, but I wanted to look, because the glass case has a bunch of like used parts and stuff, so I just wanted to kind of look at that before I got help. So I, the guy asked if, I, if he could help me, and I was like, yeah, like just in a minute or two, I, I want to kind of browse a little bit first. And he's like, okay. So I got the stuff I needed, and I had to ask him for some stuff, and I felt bad bothering him. Because of my many years in the service industry, I, f- I feel guilty for mm-hmm. making anybody's job harder. And I figured he's working on a bike. He probably doesn't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of waited around and stuff until he noticed me. And I felt awkward because I had been standing there for a long time. Jeez. And he took me to the back of the shop to ring me up. And he was a little bit of a, a quiet talker. Ah, mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit of a hard hearer. <laughs> Is that a term? Oh, I don't definitely. I don't hear well. So and there was music playing which made things even harder. So mm-hmm. he was talking uh and ringing me up and I thought he asked how my day was going. And this was like height of house buying stress. Mm-hmm. And I was super like I was like, "Oh, I'm doing all right, man. Just trying to get some stuff done. I'm I'm a little freaked out right now. You know, my partner and I are buying a house and just sort of like went off a little bit and he was just staring at me with a blank look and I was like, I'm sorry, did you not ask me how my day was going? He's like, I asked if you've been here before. Because he was entering me into the system. And I was like, oh. That's great. So. It's like when um, this person I knew, this guy I met, he wanted to say, you he, he he was about to say, you have a nice father, which is a really weird thing to say. Uh, and I thought he was going to say, you have a nice holiday, and I'm really impatient And uh, when other people talk. So I said, you too. <laughs> I've never met your father. Wait, what was the situation where he said, you have a nice father? He uh, He was like, it was my dad's sister-in-law's boyfriend. And I was meeting him for the first time. And I guess he felt like that's a way that we can bond is by talking about my father. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why people say things. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I, I don't think I could ever go back to that bike shop again. That dude just thinks you're a freak. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been here before? Yeah, well, my girl, my partner and I are buying a house. So I wanted to come here, but... Oh, Jesus. That'd be uh, $6. Yeah, you know, the thing about war is... (laughs) All right, Josh, time for a new segment. Oh, boy. It's called Streets of Philadelphia. On the streets of Philadelphia. 
So this isn't really new ground. We've been talking about the weird ass shit that I encounter and that you have encountered on the streets of Philadelphia. It's a nuts ass city, y'all. But in the past couple weeks, this shit is blowing up. So I saw a dude walking with purpose. Like he had either someplace to be immediately or he was going to go fuck somebody up or he had to take a dump. But yeah. he was walking with purpose. Either way. But the, Man with a plan. Either way. Man with a plan. And But he also had to eat this bag of cookies. <laughs> so he f- tears his bag open, like throws, like whatever the p- half that he ripped off was, throws it on the ground because it's Philadelphia fucking cookie. Yeah. And just started like fucking shoving these cookies in his mouth. So weird. Angry cookie eater. Incident number two. I saw a dude riding on his bicycle, no hands, no shirt, across, he had hands, sorry, but he wasn't using them to ride the bike. Um... Across Washington Avenue, which is a four-lane street that is thoroughfare. So he's coming, like, just across the whole thing, right? Without a care. The one hand, he's holding a fucking flip phone. And the other hand, he's gesturing wildly at the flip phone because he's yelling at somebody. Like, you motherfucker, fuck it. And he's pointing at the flip phone. He's, like, pointing, like, he's going to shoot somebody or kill somebody, right? Just as he's, like, drifting across Washington Avenue in traffic. Yeah. Then he went, like, up a curb cutout and, like, down the sidewalk. Okay. Wait, did did his hands contact the bars at any point? No. It was weird. Wow. He's got yeah. skills. I'm wondering what happens at the end of that conversation. Now, did this happen before or after the, the man with a plan was eating the cookies? To- two totally separate incidents. Blocks away from each other. But, I I mean, which which happened first? Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe they were, like, going towards the same place. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Maybe. No, I think the bike happened first. Okay. Then what I'm thinking is bike guy maybe was talking to Man with a Plan and pissed him off so much that Man with a Plan was like, I'm going to come fuck you up and I'm going to eat some fucking cookies on the way. Maybe that's what it was. I'd like to think that's what it was. Incident number three. Uh, they're shaving the streets all around our house okay. where they shave the top level right. off and then they repave it. Philly loves shaving a street. Oh, they love shaving it. And and the thing is, it's not like the truck comes and shaves it and then the people come and, and, and repave that it. That shit will say stay shaved for like a month. Yeah. Or longer. Like a month. This, yeah. It's really hard to drive. You can't even ride a bike. So they shave the street near our house and it exposed this big hole on one street and I was like oh somebody threw like a I'm driving down this small street and like oh somebody threw like a like a spike or something like a railway tie something like this big pointy thing in this hole and as I'm driving by I look down oh no that's a large black dildo (laughs) that either the the shaving exposed or the dildo was uncovered or somebody said yo man I want my dildo paved into the street and threw it in there. A, a little part of me permanently in I, the street. I texted a description of this incident to our friend Justin. Uh, a couple hours later, he said, 
oh, don't worry. I said, I couldn't, I'm sorry, I couldn't take a picture because I was driving. And he said, oh, don't worry, Instagram got you. And somebody had taken a picture of it and posted it on Instagram. So thank God for the internet. Incident number four, by far the weirdest of them all. I'm waiting at 3rd and Chestnut Street for a bus to go to my house in front of the Museum of the American Revolution, which is a new museum. Mm -hmm. Bunch of old white people were coming out. Uh, Seems like an old white people jam. Must have been some kind of fundraiser because it was like 9 o'clock at night. And I got my headphones on and it's raining. This dude approaches me. He definitely was not in this group. Kind of had an Amish look to him, like a long white beard, but like kind of cropped. Okay. And then was wearing some kind of like weird sleeveless shirt. So I was like, Amish, not Amish. Okay. So he comes up to me. Like a wannabe Amish guy, maybe? Maybe. So he comes up to me and he says something to me. And I can't hear him because I got my headphones in. So I take my headphones out. I said, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me? And he says, it just started to rain. So it was like. It just started to rain? Slash statement. So I didn't know how to respond. And also, he's standing in the rain to say this. So my response was, yeah. And so then he says, well, I better get going. Dude, what the fuck? What the, why? Why are people doing this to me? I felt like I was getting punked or that was like some kind of witch man. Let's explore this witch man possibility. What, what would that entail? Well, like, I, I was like, okay. And then I put my headphones back in and then he like flew away. Oh, yeah. That's probably a witch man. Or, uh, well, I think a witch man is a warlock, technically, right? Yeah. Like, why would you, why would he say that to me? Like, he was standing in the rain while I took my headphones out. Like, he could have gone at any moment. But he had to let me know it was raining and that he should go. Maybe. (gasps) Do you think he was trying to get me to go with him? Probably. Maybe he was going to lead you to a a world without rain. Mm. Or he was trying to get my umbrella from me. I better get going. Oh, well, do you want my umbrella? Oh, well, (laughs) don't mind if I do. Maybe he wanted you to, to ask him where he was going, because he was going somewhere cool. Or he was trying to get me to come back to his house to... Make make love to you. Make love to me. I was trying to be a little coy, but yes, make love to me. There you go. He's going to make it rain. Oh, man. That's not what that is. <laughs> He's going to give you an eargasm. No. No. That's when it comes out of my ears, because he... Do you think he's just going to sing so beautifully that I was going to be like, what? Oh, <laughs> When Amish eyes are smiling. <laughs> That's how that song well, goes, better, right? Well, I better get going. This new microphone really lets me know that I'm not a good singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So, it's it's been a minute, folks, since we got into high strangeness. Talking about that weirdness, that paranormal shit, those cryptids. This week, friends, I present to you... Josh's Monkey Mysteries. <laughs> the 17th different title of this segment. <laughs> this week, we are going to discuss the New Delhi Monkey Man. Mm. Have you heard anything about this, Dennis? No. The only thing I heard about monkeys in India was from someone who used to work with our friend Dave, Mm -hmm. who said that in the town that he grew up in in India, he saw monkeys had, like, gang fights. Yeah. In the streets. They they get kind of wild, apparently. Yeah, it sounds crazy. But I have not heard of the monkey man. Okay. Now, I've mentioned on a previous episode that I heard a thing about a monkey man riding a motorcycle around. 
What? I want to meet that monkey. And I've tried very hard to find anything about that. And I'm wondering if it's connected to this story, because there is a motorcycle element, kind of, but I'll get to that later. So I would be disappointed if there was no motorcycle riding monkey man in India. There's a motorcycle element? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I can't wait. I can't wait. So this all started in May of 2001. There were numerous reports of a monkey-like creature attacking people in the poor sections of East Delhi. The people attacked in the initial wave were all either sleeping out on their roofs or out in the open. It was a poor section of the city, so there were a lot of people that didn't have places to sleep. It was also really, really hot, I think, at that time. It was a pretty intense heat wave, so a lot of people were just outside because it was way too hot in their houses. Makes sense. Most of the victims were sleeping, claimed that they were awoken by this creature attacking them, which bit them and clawed them with metal claws. Whoa, like India's answer to Wolverine. Yeah, not unlike that. Or like a like a Freddy Krueger, even. Wolverine. Like a, a monkey Krueger better so descriptions kind of ranged and as this went on and this this creature became more embedded in kind of like the the folklore of the area it gained even crazier aspects but the most agreed upon description was that it looked like a hybrid of a monkey and a person it's uh, a monkey man huh, yeah monkey man it stood between four foot five and five foot five uh, had mm-hmm. glowing red eyes, had the aforementioned metal claws, wore black clothing, like dark clothing, with three glowing buttons on its chest. Yeah, that's a cool look. And was wearing something that looked like a motorcycle helmet. Okay. So there's the motorcycle aspect. And I've included... How do you know something's... Well, okay, maybe it didn't cover the face, so that's how they knew it was a monkey man? Yeah, yeah, its face was out. Okay, sorry. sorry, Its face was exposed. Uh, And if you scroll down, you'll see that I've attached uh, some artist's renditions of the descriptions that was published in Indian newspapers at the time. Yo, hold on for a second. Yeah. Now, you think I'm bad at drawing. (laughs) This is terrible. I don't know. I think these are pretty great. First of all, that doesn't look like a monkey man. It looks like fucking Deputy Dog. (laughs) And that's just some, like, that's some, like, fucking wannabe Farside shit. It's bad. It's like a cartoon. It's not even, like, an artist's depiction. I think these are great. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, you had a conclusion I, I, I spoke over. I the, stepped on it. The the the, 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 the drawing in, on the bottom, I appreciate that he's wearing a belt. <laughs> well, even a monkey man's got to keep, keep those little monkey pants up, dude. Um, No, wait, I didn't have a conclusion. What are you talking about? Um, Well, yeah, I, I think the, the motorcycle helmet aspect is maybe the link to this story. But yeah, if anybody out there has heard a story of uh, a monkey man riding a motorcycle, get in touch. I want to hear about it. This is... Or, or if you are a monkey man. Absolutely. We would like to have you on the show. Yeah. Do you have Skype? Come to my house. Don't come to my house. Skype in. You can come to my house. I'm I'm closer to India than you anyway, so it'd be... (laughs) Is that so? I guess that's true. It would be less of a trip for you. Yeah, go to Josh's house. Tear him up with your metal claws. Yeah, just tear me up. <laughs> just always, always make. You know what? Just rip me to fucking shreds, monkey man. You, you know what? We're gonna talk about how how you always make it weird after this. But go ahead, continue. Go ahead. Hmm. Stop it, that monkey man. Creep. Uh, so there were other descriptions that fell outside of this this more standard description. Some folks said that it was covered in very thick black fur. Uh, another witness 
said that it was eight feet tall, super ripped and muscular, and had a, a more fox-like face. Foxy, man. Foxy. So, some people said it was cat-like in some ways. It was described by one witness as being as small as a cat. Uh, she also claimed that it knocked out two of her husband's teeth with its metal hand, which is an image I, okay. I like to think about. Mm-hmm. You think he said some shit to him? He was talking shit, yeah. He's like, monkey man, you're small as a cat. And the monkey man's like, oh yeah, fucker. Rear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so another witness in the same neighborhood said, and this is a quote taken directly from a newspaper, it was a monkey, all right, and about four foot tall. But as soon as I grabbed it, it turned itself into a cat with tawny glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. So we've got here like a shapeshifter. Dude, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. One one witness said it looked like a, a langer, which is a type of monkey. And I've included a picture because that dude look, looks like a stoic Looks like an old wise monkey. Yeah. I can see that guy having, like, getting some metal claws somewhere along the way and becoming half a human. <laughs> okay. So, shit got kind of wild. There were, I forget how many reports there were initially with this, but this all happened within the, the span of, like, a couple of weeks. A lot of people reported getting attacked. Many people were showing up with claw marks and bite marks. Medical professionals that treated these people were all like, yeah, it, th- these are animal attacks. Like, this is not a monkey man. <laughs> Wait, uh, like, how do you, how can you tell it's by a metal claw? Like, yeah, yeah. There were two deaths actually connected to this monkey man craze. What? Both of them were not direct, but it was, so, for example, uh, the first one was a pregnant woman fell down the stairs after waking up to neighbors screaming, the monkey has come! (laughs) Which... I mean, she died. That's not funny. No, it's not at all! But that's nuts. And so, like, and that was the thing, is like... Oh my god. This whole thing, people were serious about it and were getting fucking freaked out. So, like, they thought that a monkey man was running through these, like, poor areas and fucking people up. Just so, the idea that, like, you hear your neighbors yelling about a monkey coming and you freak out so bad that you fall down the well, stairs. I mean, people were legitimately die. scared of this monkey man it's, attacking them. It's not funny. It's not. That's but you also up. said the monkey has come in a funny way. I did. I, maybe that's that's okay. on me. That's what it was. Uh, there was another report of a man who either fell or jumped off of a balcony under similar circumstances, like kind of freaking out, trying to escape. It was hard for me to track down, like, details. There's... Also, in some of the sources I found said that there were three deaths, but I couldn't find any accounts of that. And so, yeah, I don't I don't know what is up with that. But, hmm. yeah, people were, were going kind of nuts to the point where there were youths armed with sticks and axes roaming the streets looking for the monkey man. That classic sounds like a thing youths would do. Angry mobs. You had uh, right-wing Hindu activists armed with scimitars setting up, like, checkpoints, basically, across the city. To keep watch in like strategic locations, which is kind of nuts. Uh, this is like then, it, this is in the early two thousands, not like the. This is yeah, two thousand and one. Crazy. So another thing that happened was there was a four foot tall wandering Hindu mystic named Jamir who was discovered performing rituals in the forest near Noida, which is a suburb of Delhi. He was dragged out of the forest and beaten up by an angry mob before being handed over to the police because they, they thought, thought he was. They thought he was the monkey man. Oh, he was the monkey man, not summoning the monkey man. No, they thought he was the monkey man doing some shit. Uh, There was also 
it differing accounts that I came across that either a guy who drove a van for a living was beaten up because they thought he was the monkey man or they destroyed his van because they thought it was like the monkey man's mobile base. That's ridiculous. How dare they? How dare they? It sounds to like people fair, were getting all upset and they were just like, you know what? I never liked Ricky, so I'm going to smash up his van and call him the monkey man. To be fair, I think uh, there was a, a dope monkey man airbrushed on the side of the van. That's kind of weird. That's like, it. I was going to say cool, but then it's like, all these people are freaking out about this thing and you're going to like then it, it stir them up? Coming soon to a sleeping person near you. Did it really? No. I've, I've oh. made all that up. That was a good one, dude. You got me. So... Some people suspect a human was responsible for this. Uh, there were some identikit portraits created based on witness statements. Uh, what is that? What is I, that? I think it's just like you kind of go through features and people select it. Kind of like, okay, so it looks like this. And then they, they create a portrait based on that. Like, ah, gotcha. So the first one was uh, it was a picture of a broad-faced, bearded man with a flat nose, thick lips, and a piercing stare. Okay. And then another one produced the likeness of a man with a narrow face, a receding hairline, a scrappy mustache, which I'm assuming is like a crustache kind of situation, <laughs> and dark glasses. But that description sounds like a snake guy to me. <laughs> you think there's a snake man? The snake man and the monkey man are in cahoots. Yeah. No, I mean, this, <laughs> this is a guy who would own a snake. Which we discussed oh, last episode. Oh, not a not a not, not an a, actual not snake a lizard guy, man. But a, like a guy who's real into snakes. Oh, crustache has a little bit of a, a hat. I got you. <laughs> it didn't mention a fedora, but <laughs> also this is a thing I tried to find more information about, but couldn't. Uh, apparently, the Monkey Man showed up at a concert on May twenty first and attacked a musician in one of the bands. Of this year? May 21st of 2001. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can I read your note the way you wrote it? Yeah. It attacked a musician at a concert on May 21st. Because you put an exclamation point at the end. That's exciting. I wish would have just said it like that. I, just one, I, but here's what's ridiculous. Just one musician. Yeah. Just one musician. Nobody else. I, I want to know details about this. Like, maybe they're backstage. I like to think it happened on stage. Yeah. How did the monkey but, man get into the concert? That's a good question. It made me think of the time that we were playing a, a basement show in South Philly. And there was like a little back room that was covered by a curtain. Mm -hmm. And while we were playing, our friend Charlie was standing in the back of the room. And I pictured, for some reason, a tiger walking out from behind there. And Charlie, oh. like, looking back at it. And we riffed on that for a You and I riffed <laughs> and on that for a while. <laughs> Charlie's reaction in my brain was, oh, shit. <laughs> and Charlie would bring that up to us for years and be like, that was crazy. <laughs> so I picture a situation like that. Like maybe it was like a, a DIY punk basement show. Mm-hmm. And the monkey man came out from behind the curtain. See, that makes then, more of a sense. More sense because then like a monkey man could hide in somebody's laundry room and just have a place it, to stay. And then exactly, exactly. Flesh. And like many of the the basement punk shows we went to most of the crowd was just people that were playing in the bands right exactly so it would be very easy for a monkey man to hide in a laundry room and come out and attack one of the musicians yeah you had a 90 percent chance of hitting somebody in a band yeah <laughs> do you think that in new delhi they have all these stories of like what goes on in seattle and philadelphia like and i heard there's a monkey man and like nobody can corroborate it because they've have been there i hope so that would be cool the, the Philadelphia Basement Tiger. 
Oh, shit. Maybe it's spread. I heard there's a tiger there that attacks people in bands. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I think... So, ultimately, this was chalked up to a case of mass hysteria. It was not a great time. I mean, this happened in a poor section of the city, so it was people that were going through shit on a daily basis. There was a heat wave. There were also apparently like rolling blackouts at this time. So power Mm. was out. Shit was not great. So it was chalked up to mass hysteria. Uh, Some people think that maybe there were some people initially behind it that started the initial reports. Some, you know, weird pervert attacking people at night or something. And then it just kind of spread. And people, I mean, people, it's really easy to get scared. Mm-hmm. And to just follow that, you know? Yeah, man. So I, it, it should be noted that there are monkeys who live on the outskirts of New Delhi who are known to sneak into people's homes and steal shit. But I don't think they're like monkey attacks like this. I mean, I'm sure monkeys attack people sometimes, mm-hmm. but they I don't think... They just steal food. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like... I mean, they wouldn't attack somebody who was just asleep. You know, like they would attack somebody who was like being aggressive towards them or something, I think. Right. But yeah, so I, I think... The reports kind of died out, the official reports, but then, I mean, there were a lot of unofficial reports spreading around. They became urban legends, you know, like, well, you know, my my friend's cousin says that he saw the Monkey Man stuff. So right, he, of I course, mean, it still persists. And I think to this day, there are people that still believe that the Monkey Man is out there doing its thing. And, it, you know, it's spread to other areas of, of India as well. And this whole thing really reminds me of one of my favorite, I guess, kind of old-timey cryptid things what uh i think the famed cryptozoologist lauren coleman would describe as a phantom attacker but this this reminds me of springheeled jack mm, who was classic uh, supernatural yeah the, a boogeyman who allegedly terrorized england in the victorian era jack had glowing eyes metal claws and also wore dark clothes mm, also chalked go. up to mass hysteria and probably a little uh maybe there was somebody doing it some of the things, and then the story just kind of snowballed into something else. So, yeah. New Delhi Monkey Man. I'm pretty into it. I don't... I hope that doesn't happen here. I kind of hope it does. I mean, I don't want Dude, anybody to die because of it. I Yeah, come to me, Monkey Man. I'm a fan of monkeys. Come at me, Monkey Man. No, not like come at me, just like, I want, I want you to come visit me. <laughs> and do what? I don't know. I'll feed you some grapes or something. We can hang out. You could teach me some parkour moves, maybe. Now, while doing research for this, I did come across something interesting, uh, a, a more modern case of something that people are chalking up to mass hysteria in India. Uh, there are apparently women under mysterious circumstances are having their braids chopped off. Mm. Uh, this this is happening in like northern India. And a lot of people are saying that it's supernatural because the women like pass out. And wake up with their braids cut off. But, the yeah, so there's a lot of supernatural attributions to it. But then I, I delved into it a little bit further. And it I think it's, so this part of India is a much more Muslim area. So there are women who are covered up and stuff. So some people are saying that it's actually men who are getting revenge on the women for maybe not covering up or something. Uh, and drugging them and cutting off their braids. So. It's an interesting thing. I want to look into it a little bit more. Um, yeah, but, it's not just supernatural. It's shitty. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Why you got to cut that hair off? Weird. But also, just completely unrelated to anything, but I just wanted to shout out, homosexuality was just decriminalized by the Supreme Court in New Delhi. So, good job. That's a, a big 
advancement for LGBTQ yeah. rights over there. It, on one hand, it's great. On the other hand, it's you hear that you're like, wait, what? Oh, okay, that was happening up until 2018. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Gotcha. Sure, but I mean, it's a step forward, so that's awesome. Josh, There's, thanks for telling us about the Monkey Man. Yeah, man, thanks for listening to me about the Monkey Man. It's creepy, and I'm sorry I laughed about the pregnant lady dying, but I think it was just because you said the Monkey Man. He comes. The Monkey Man is here. Maybe should I sing it? Well, yes, means. yes, sing everything. The Monkey Man is here. Have you seen the Monkey Man? He cometh. Man, we sound so good with these microphones, Yo, dude. I know. We should do like a Broadway play. About the Monkey, Monkey Man, Man cometh. Uh, there was a Bollywood film that I don't think was entirely about the Monkey Man, but it was an important subplot. So, dude. Yeah. I want to see that. Now, quick preview to an upcoming episode <laughs> where uh, we're going to have a bit of a debate. Yeah. I think, Josh, that sometimes you're a little crude on this podcast, and uh, okay. I'm a little tired of it. Okay. And uh, we're going to have a discussion, and I'm going to find somebody that that's taking my side. Okay. And I'm yeah, I'm going to find somebody who takes my side. Some gross person who thinks you're hilarious when you're crude. Somebody who, who thinks I'm, I'm bringing that heat to the podcast. Who knows who this deviant personality could be? I'm bringing that edgy humor to the podcast that edgy everybody likes. Humor. Hmm. <laughs> we'll see. That edgy we'll butt see. talk. But that's coming up. Yeah, get In ready the meantime, for that. Good luck with your new house. Yeah, man. I think this is the last episode I will be recording here. Aww. I'm fine with it. I'm ready to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get away from those. Pl- Are you going to be any further away from those planes? I think we will be in a less plainy area. I mean, it's still there's still a lot of planes that are going to be flying by. Also, we're going to be not great. super far from a, a police shooting range. Oh, great. Oh, but hey, sorry. I, sorry, Dennis. I can't record today. They're shooting. <laughs> I, you can't hear it from the house, though. If you thought like, your anxiety was high before. Wait till you live near a shooting range. I mean, we live in South Park. There are a lot of gunshots over here anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. Hopefully not at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Hey, Dennis. That's all the time we have for this call. The monkey has come. Giving you an eargasm. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.